Hello, salutations. Welcome back to Jumping Trains with Ryan Khan. I am Ryan Khan, and I am the host of this podcast. But this podcast isn't just me, because today we are interviewing the original Gumbo, the one and only Obi of NSB. Today we discuss uh, babies in the workforce. Uh, why are there no labor jobs for babies? I mean, what kind of discrimination is this? I thought we had equal rights. Apparently not. Uh, then we're going to be talking about a little bit of uh, unintentional lizard torture, how to do it and why, and the struggles of art creation. Always, always the struggles of art creation. Why is it so hard and why is it so painful to just express yourself sometimes? Who knows? Uh, we're going to have a special featured guest by uh, Toby, who will be coming in near the end of the podcast. Toby and Obi, the uh, the great duo, Ocular Obi and uh, terrific Tubular Toby. Um, stay tuned, because at the very end, guys, we have a beautiful, beautiful collaboration of the three of us. Uh, I don't even know how it happened. Obi just started playing the playing the piano, and I grabbed the guitar. And Toby, I don't know how Toby did it, but he just started pulling lyrics out of his ass. And we came out, we we came up with this beautiful little little uh, uh, closing to the podcast. This beautiful little song, um, which honestly is my favorite part of the podcast. This podcast in general is probably the my favorite podcast of them all. It is it is the quintessential jumping trains podcast because there is really no topic to this podcast it just goes all over the place but it was so much fun uh, i enjoyed doing it i enjoyed listening to it after i probably <laughs> listened to this podcast three times which is uh, i think a record for all the podcasts i've recorded so far so all right enjoy you on mute yeah he's on mute ah all is right that, hear me Ah, no, that one's not. That one's not plugged into uh, the main. Uh, this one. It's all this. It's all this guy. All right, we're recording now. Let's see. I'm gonna turn the gain up just a little bit. Get a little gainer in there. Well, it's just gonna be. I I know there are three microphones sitting around, but it's just this one that's gonna be recording. Well, us. I'm just gonna talk in this one. You can talk into any microphone. <laughs> There's actually a fourth microphone in that door. You might just want to hold on to that one. <laughs> All right, we are recording. Obi, tell us, why do you hate babies? Because they're fucking <laughs> sticky. And they're going to turn into people like me. Oh, no. And then, God forbid, there's more of that. Yeah, what's so bad about being a person like you, though? Well, I contribute nothing to society. <laughs> oh, 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 but that, attitude, that attitude alone no we'll see there there have been ancient masters trying to solve this dilemma and to literally just exist contributes to society is it what if it's a deconstructive existence meaning <laughs> meaning everything you do is destructive no it means I, I take them apart you take things apart very neatly and organized stuff. Well, that's still a contribution. <laughs> <laughs> People need jobs, man. <laughs> Not babies, though. Not babies. <laughs> no, babies, babies, babies can't work. They don't have strong enough fingers. <laughs> we need jobs for babies. If, if babies are going to keep coming around, asking for shit. Yeah, we need to figure out some way to put them to work. They better contribute or I'm going to build a wall on those vaginas. Well, no, they have a deconstructive existence, just like you, right? 
I don't know. I haven't been around. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been around enough babies, man. I saw one today, and it looked very angry. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you say to it? I said, hello, baby, because <laughs> I didn't know its name. Yeah, what did it say back? It looked at me with this very grumpy face. It almost looked like someone from Wall Street when you offer them, like, I don't know, what do you offer people on Wall Street? You gave a guy on Wall Street a walnut. A walnut? But pecans are, are going down right now. Oh, so, oh, so he wants to buy the pecans and you give him a walnut. <laughs> I can see how And that that's, the that's the look. That's the look. And I didn't want to touch it. And you know, everyone wants you to hold the babies, but not me. No? People offer me a baby. I said, get that thing away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a brand new baby right downstairs, just born like three days ago. Really? Yeah. A fresh baby. Fresh baby. <laughs> fresh out of the oven? <laughs> yeah, man. It not, wasn't half-baked or anything. No, it was when fully the, risen, fully risen. When do of... babies start to mold over? <laughs> like, what's the expiration date? Well, I mean, if you keep them in the fridge, they'll last for forever. Yeah. I try putting them in a microwave. <laughs> Let's okay. just say it had explosive results. Okay. Um, <laughs> just so everyone knows, this is completely satirical. We are not real people. We are all characters. We're playing. We're doing a skit right now about uh, how much we dislike babies. My name's not even Obi. No, it's uh, it's uh. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Uh, 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 it rhymes. What other what other names begin with O? Optometrist. That's not that's I've known a couple guys <laughs> named that, but it's not common. Um, let's see. It was uh Orenthal. That was Orenthal. OJ's name. Really? OJ Simpson's real name was Orenthal James Simpson. Orenthal. Orenthal. Oren like okay, okay. If I have a kid, I will definitely name him Orenthal James Simpson Bonner. Sounds like a medication. Orenthal. Take three Orenthal for your stick in a cigarette. <laughs> Take three Orenthal to murder rich white ladies. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm just, all I know is that there was a glove that didn't fit. I don't Look, know anything else. We all wear gloves that don't fit. <laughs> I wore one the other day, and I was like, I hope ants don't get in this. <laughs> Dude, I've been having a real ant problem lately. Like, if you if you look at my desk, you'll see them. Like, if I if I lift this up. Any ants? No. Maybe about this ant. Well, I don't believe you. I think you're just making a fake ant problem. God damn it! The ant conspiracy. <laughs> the ants are hiding. They know you're onto them. Yeah. This is what you do. You get some bigger bugs that eat ants, or an ant eater, a pet ant eater. Pet ant eater. That'd be. That'd actually be pretty cool to have a pet ant eater. I would love to have a pet ant eater, but don't you? You probably need an exotic animal's license. Yeah. What pisses me off about domesticated animals is that they're all eating processed foods, right? There's specific kind of food Demet- for cats. Yeah. There's specific kind of food for dogs. But dogs and cats have been pets for thousands of years. That processed animal food has only existed for like the past 50 years. Well, yeah. Humans are all worried about the genetically modified foods and but all we the feed them to foods. our pets because exactly. we don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. Well, now, then you want to wonder why your dog's breath smells we'll all see. the time. Well, maybe it's because you're feeding him garbage pellets. I think this was just like, this is probably what the food industry was like. They're like, okay, well, so we'll start them out for years and we'll just give them normal food. And then later, once we need to start making more money, we'll release this stuff 
and they'll hate it because no one wants to eat genetically modified corn. So then we can up the price of the organic markets and then boom, all these hippies are going to buy that shit. Yeah. And that's like what they've done with animal food is now they have this blue diamond or whatever the fucking buffalo shit. And it's like, all it's natural like dog your dog food. used to be a wolf and eat meat, but but for years we've been serving you processed kibble. So now we have things that are meat and carrots. Which, turning, and everyone knows dogs love carrots. Turning your husky into a chihuahua. What, what, what are those tiny little pugs? A hawaski. No. <laughs> chihuahua. <laughs> a pugski? Chihuahua and the pugski. Coming soon to a theater near you. Alright. So fucking, this was a thought I was having the other day. While I was chopping down trees and stuff. Is that what you're doing? I was, yeah, I was doing some landscaping. Fucking. And I was thinking about how I was having, like, a mini, like, a pocket-sized uh, tree genocide. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is me just killing all of these trees because someone wants their lawn to look nicer, which is whatever. But then I was like, because vegans annoy me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and trees and plants are proven to have feelings now. But... <laughs> There is the vegans thing is like we don't want to kill a living thing or eat any milk from a living thing, but <laughs> every vegan <laughs> will break will rip a coconut off a tree and drink the milk out of a fucking coconut, which you're you're just killing some living thing. Yeah, but they can't experience its pain. Well, just because we haven't monitored the pain of, of plants makes them easier to eat. <sighs> I, I don't understand how Buddhists do it because you can't you can't be a Buddhist. Without, and cause pain. You can't be a Buddhist and a modern, and like a modern scientific mind, because they're completely contradictory. You cause suffering on a daily basis just by existing. Yeah. Whether you're walking outside and stepping on a bug. I I cracked the neck of a lizard the other day, just because I was doing my job. It was a complete accident. That little guy was wriggling around in pain. I didn't know what to do other than throw him in the river. And let him drown? Well, I figured... <laughs> I figured I was gonna... I couldn't... The only other thing I could do was... The only bastard. other thing I could do was step on the guy, right? Which, and I, I mean, no one wants to do it. No one wants to do it. But... And I would have <laughs> But now you broke his neck and threw him in a river. <laughs> <laughs> That's some mafia shit. <laughs> Like, paralyze you and throw you to your death. No, my thought was... My thought was, well, if this little guy's gonna die, at least let his death serve a purpose. So I decided to feed the fishies. Well, some ants would come eat the squished remains that you left on the ground. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. So we we have our air conditioner generator in the back there. Yeah. And one day I come back... Uh, to do to do some uh, woodworking. Are these coasters work? Are, aren't functioning? Uh, don't do don't do the top one, but any of the bottom ones. Yeah, go ahead. I just need to put this other beer can somewhere. Gotcha. The beer cans accumulate. You gotta do something with them. Um, Got it. <laughs> so this air conditioner in the back, uh, it, it had like lizard corpses. Like, you know how they, they have that serrated, uh, they have the serrated top, yeah. right? So that air can come, yeah. the air can come up from the fan blowing. So in between these serrated edges were corpses of lizards and frogs. Lizards. No, full lizards. Like, just, just wriggled in between them, like, like, like threaded, threaded in between. Like they were blown, like, something. Like blown up. 
Yeah, yeah. Something they they were like they were weaved into the into the edges of the top of this air conditioning unit. Frogs, lizards, everything. I'm like, holy shit, this is kind of a graveyard. Uh, like, what the hell is happening it's like over a lizard here? Burial ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I'm out. I'm back out there working, trying to figure out what's going what's going on with these lizards because they don't deserve that. Um. But I'm 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 sawing a and piece of wood. Maybe lizards. Maybe. You know? yeah. Maybe it's like a lizard prison. <laughs> that's where all the good lizards stick them. they're like you can escape but not if you can't cross the spinning blades of death of doom. <laughs> um uh no so I, i'm sawing this piece of wood in the in the saw the saw runs out of battery so it powers down and then all of a sudden i hear and i look over at the air conditioner unit and it's like it's it's like shaking it's making a whole bunch of noise and all of a sudden, this lizard shoots out. Fourth <laughs> of July with lizard corpses. This lizard shoots out of the serrated edges on the top, smacks itself onto a uh, oak tree, and then just falls to the ground. I walk up to it, and I'm like, this thing is dead as fuck. But. Was he? Yo, oh, damn it. No, I, thought he was, he was I thought he was going to have some redemption story. I, I wish. Like so, the lizard stood up and said, I, I fucking finally escaped lizard prison. And then he walked on top of the water and saved his broken necked friend. He was the Jesus <laughs> of lizards. He was the Jesus of lizards. Um, no, he, lizards. So I, I realized that lizards were really, literally just crawling inside of this air conditioning unit, getting chopped up by the blades. Once and it turns thrown on. back into the serrated roof. That's intense. Yeah. Imagine like a hu- the human equivalent of that. Oh, Be like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Remember when they drink the uh, fizzy yeah, bubbly yeah. juice? Yeah, I think it's more like... They start flying up into the thing. I think it's more like like the first person who got on a boat, right? Because the first boat probably failed. That's why they made a second one. Yeah, and they probably don't tell the story about all the other boats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just took that one off the record. They're like, exactly. The Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria were like, that was like round fucking 53. And they're like... <laughs> so how many how many people had to die trying to make boats and go out into the ocean? And then how many people had to watch these people dying on their boats and say, well, yeah, they died on their boat, but I'm going to make one. It's going to work this time. And how many buckled hats are... Are at the bottom of the sea. Many buckled hats. You know the hats that have the buckles and the shoes. You know, pil- like the pilgrims, pilgrims. have <laughs> fancy hats. Are, those are all at the bottom of the sea now, because all those boats. You yeah. gotta have some balls many... back then, though. But you're like, but then they were like, well, I can be in jail in Spain, where I'll probably like get my fucking dick ripped off and like shoved into my ear, or I can go on this boat. The uh, worst thing that happens is a sea monster will eat me. Or I'll catch some detrimental disease with the hopes that maybe I can be homeless in another place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that's the dream, right? I mean, people are still doing that. I mean, Elon Musk is shining up people to go to Mars now. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad the guy's optimistic, but I don't want to get up to Mars and then, like, you know, you ever seen a Total Recall? It's going to be like, Wait, stop the reactor. They're going to cut off all the air because you're not doing your fucking work once you're in Mars. And they're like, you got to do your shit. But you paid a hundred million dollars to come here. Yeah, but there was that girl with three titties. Well, that's and that's the only hope. You, the mean, hope <laughs> that's only. why everybody's going. <laughs> like, will there be three titted women 
and a guy growing out of another guy's chest, like stomach. Wasn't there another dude who had like another arm coming out of his elbow? Quato. Quato was the guy that came out of the guy's stomach, and he had like a fucked up. His brother. His brother was he had like fucked up little hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny movie. Oh, you know. Did you ever a... see the re- the remake? Yeah. The fucking reboot? Colin Farrell ruining my favorite movie. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> I didn't subject myself to that. <laughs> it's it's terrible, and don't do it. Everybody out there. If you haven't seen the second Total Recall, don't do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is real. <laughs> I, heard, I heard they had a problem with the discs and they had to make a Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, oh, man. How's your art going along? So, I'm uh, falling apart entirely. <laughs> Not really. I, I, I've got my... Uh, Making Jimmy Johnson is is almost done. It's not Jimmy Johnson. It's Marlon. It's my my old dishwasher friend Marlon, who I've juxtaposed onto Jimmy Johnson. That's about to be done. Beautiful. And I'm gonna put that up at the restaurant that I quit. I'm gonna just gonna go there and stick it up on the wall somewhere. <laughs> just bring a hammer and nails. <laughs> yeah, or like the sticky shit, and just kind of stick it on a wall somewhere. Hopefully, no one catches me, and then. Just go in there and start knocking on the wall, and someone's like, what are you doing? I'm looking for studs. I'm, I'm trying to st- I'm like, wait, I found one right here. <laughs> and then I run away. Are you really just going to do it vigilante style? I think I, I, think I should try. <laughs> you know? I haven't done any vigilante art, and that's the logical next step. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, and, and Marlon will love it, and... I mean, honestly, they probably won't even notice because they're all so fucking stupid. Probably. <laughs> but other than that, um, I, uh, I, I had to get rid of all my canvases. You just got rid of them? I didn't get rid of them. I had to, like, put them somewhere else. So now I'm away from that. Oh, what you don't, was you don't have your materials. I was doing something. Something that was pretty cool. But now I can't remember. And in the process, I splattered paint all over my guitar. <laughs> oh, your little guy? No, this guy. <laughs> Thankfully, I was able to clean it all up. Oh, damn. I had red. It was like, it looked like I just was flicking paint on it, which is essentially what I was Jackson doing. Jackson Pollock? Because what I Dude, do you probably could have sold to, spread the, to spread the paint around when you're doing background, I found that the greatest process for mixing colors is you pour some beer on it. <laughs> Interesting. Beer. We have this one painting that Toby and I are working on. It's very experimental. And we, it has beer, weed, cocaine, <laughs> tobacco, spit. I think it's some blood, tears, and semen too. So, oh it's god, he's like, <laughs> handling the paint, huh? Um, that would be my good friend uh, Jimmy John. Now, was it all mixed in to like one big canister? Yeah. Um, or no, or, no. Or all the as materials paint, kept separate. As you paint, you just sort of add whatever. Okay. Okay. I the, the, I, we didn't actually put any blood or semen into that one. Okay, there good. Was, there was that was the only one that was scaring me. I put I did put some blood into the uh, to the scattered theater painting though. Oh, nice. Yeah, that I, did, I cut my hand on, or no, my fucking cat like wrecked me. <laughs> your cat? Oh, your cat cut. cut oh, I thought you were gonna me. say you cut your cat. No, with the blood no, for this I, I haven't <laughs> done an animal sacrifice for art yet, but that's you know Look, after man, vigilante kill- art. Then I'll start, you know, doing what you do, killing lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Just as so long as you're not killing babies or cats. 
What if it's a, okay? I couldn't even say that. I was going to say a baby, baby cat? cat, and then I was like, "Look at yourself." <laughs> take a take a long look in the mirror before you say that one, buddy. Oh man! If there's any baby cat killers out there, we're gonna find you, and, and we're gonna unleash a horde of baby cats with sharpened claws and sharpened senses. Yeah. Isn't there like an island off the coast of Japan that's just nothing but cats? It's lepers and cats. Lepers, yeah, as in like people sick leprosy, people. sick people, specifically leprosy. Is that like the quarantine zone? You know what leprosy is? It's it's the sickness that makes your skin fall. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're all weird. Yeah, well, Jesus can cure it. You know, there's a leper colony in Bethune Beach. Really? Well, actually, in Canaveral Seashore. All the way. Wait, up here, up here at the end of the island. Yeah. Is this, <laughs> is this malarkey? Is this for uh, real? No, this is real. It's past. It's like between. You know, when it goes to the space station out there, it's in between there. That little that little turn off to the right? Well, you go all the way to the end of the park, and then it ends, you know, and then it just becomes more woods. That's where the park ends. Past there, a colony of 50-plus lepers. Holy fuck. Yeah. It's like Japan, but in New Samara. Why are they... Why are they here? Why are they here? How did they get sick? Well, armadillos, apparently. Yeah, armadillos. That's probably what it was. <laughs> well, armadillo. Apparently, dead armadillos can spread leprosy. Oh, you know, it's funny. We saw a dead armadillo on the beach the other day. It was actually very, very, very strange. Did you touch it? Did you touch it? No, I, I fucked it, but you fucked I didn't it. touch it. <laughs> it had a gash in the middle of its stomach. What do you want me to do? Oh, here are the ants. Oh, there they are. They heard us talking about fucking arm- armadillo wounds. They had to get into it. Well, they all want to fuck armadillo. Well, they really heard about a dead armadillo. I was like, I wondered if it was red tide, though, or if it was, like, leprosy. And then I was like, <clears throat> we probably shouldn't swim around here, because then we'll get red tide leprosy. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> if you don't know, way worse than just leprosy, because your skin turns red and then falls off. And then you, uh, you start eating Tide Pods uncontrollably. No, no. And everyone knows that the better alternative is the Game Pods. Game Pods. Yeah, it's like, they're not Tide Pods, they're cheaper. Okay. It's like cocaine. But do you have to rep colors after that? You have to rep gang colors? Yeah. Yeah, you have to wear, uh, well, it's, it's not gang, but the gang, the gang gang, not to be confused with gang gang. <laughs> the colors are, uh, red rotting flesh. Red so rotting flesh. So your flesh has to be rotting off to be part of the gang gang. Oh. And that's not to be confused with gangrene. Gangrene gang. Which also has green rotting flesh. Green rotting flesh instead of red rotting yeah. fre- flesh. It's but not red tide leprosy. But there's no, there's no blue. There's no blue. Well, yeah. We, they were eviscerated in the Great War. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's why we don't have blue tide. You should uh, you should erect uh, an effigy of all the fallen blue soldiers. The blue boys. The blue boys. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor has it my father was a blue boy. Oh, yeah? But we don't talk about that. Well, it couldn't have been forever since he had you, right? I don't know. Am I here? I would have thought so, unless you're just a glitch. You never know. Hey, man. Um, so, so your art your art is falling apart. But it always kind of is. Yeah, I, th- well, I think I think that's probably... I think, I think, honestly, that's what, that's what gives your art the edge... To other art, what? That it's always falling apart. Yeah, falling apart art. Falling apart art. <laughs> well, it's all—it's always melting, you know. It's always dripping. 
But you don't even have your materials anymore. Oh, I've got, you, have, you know. What do you have, like... Well, now, now I'm just... Man, <laughs> now I have to use whatever I have. You have, like, so. pencils and paper. No, I paint and stuff still. Okay. I just don't have it on my canvas. But now, so that's, like, how the Marlin thing came up. Because I'm trying to do a whole series on Marlin where I just get other drawings, which... Or paintings or whatever. You need, and then to, you just need include to include Marlon into it. <laughs> you need to you need to work at another restaurant with a better dishwasher. <laughs> He's a great dishwasher. He's very photogenic. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he is. Yeah. And and it's just you know it's fun, just to like because then I take someone else's thing that they worked so hard on and put their heart and soul into, or at least presumably, and then I just ruin it all. By putting Marlin into it. <laughs> I don't think that's ruining it, man. That's ushering. That's like that's like the story of human beings, right? Progress. Well, well, <laughs> evolution. It's an evolution. Yeah, it's an evolutionary piece. Like that piece was only painted for you to eventually find it and yeah. edit it. Some guy <laughs> spent hours drawing Jimmy Johnson, never thinking that eventually some black man would be painted over top. But that of was it. always its fate. Yeah, it was never like the second it was made, <laughs> like. I was probably born after he finished that. Wait, no, that was... It has the date. It was 2002. So, I was in the second grade drawing my cat. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who drew that picture of... What was it? Jim, who is it? Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson, some race car. Yeah, um, it had a name on it, but I just turned the name into Marlon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it said, like, Heron. So, if you're out there and you're a person who somehow painted, stumbles onto this... If you, if you painted Jimmy Johnson... In 2002. Your name's Halen. <laughs> Give me a call. I'll send you a free a free t-shirt with the Marlin print on it. All right. Uh, send me an email. Email will be in the link. Uh, give us your phone number, and we'll harass you till the end of time. Hit me up on the beeper. There you go. Um, so, but you only just started recently painting, right? Before yeah. Before that, you were always doing... Drawing. Yeah. What made you want to get into the alternative art? Painting. Um, cause people will buy it. <laughs> people, you know, cause like I've, I've been drawing forever and that's the strangest hierarchy. It's like, and I've never sold my art, you know, like I always just gave it away. I always traded it. I don't have like any of my original pieces because I just give it to people. Yeah. Or they're like, Oh, you want to, you want to like trade? And I'm like, fuck yeah. So now I just have a bunch of other people's art, which is even better than my art. I, yeah, I, I love, I love that concept. Yeah. So I prefer that to money, but now that I'm like not on social media or anything, I don't really have an outlet to uh, to trade or anything. So I still just give people shit. But uh, if I want to make money, which just because I'm so sorely broke, I must. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. always like when they would, people would be like trying to commission me. It's like, oh, could you like paint this? And I'm like, no, I, I don't paint. So that's why I was like, fuck, I have to start painting. And I made the skateboard. That was like the first thing I really painted. And that sold the first day I put it out on the fucking shelf. It actually sold before it even went on a fucking shelf. Did you paint a skateboard? Yeah. You painted on a skateboard? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did the piece before. Like, I had a piece. It was this cat with, like, two human beings sort of, like, being its mouth. Yeah. Like, you know how they have the little little thing? Yeah. <laughs> little cat smiles. Those just became humans with, like, their heads melting off. Nice. And, uh, nice. And I was like, fuck yeah, I really like this. So I gave that drawing to someone. For a picture of the moon and then and then later i was just like i'm gonna use this again fucking did it and i gave it to the guy who's gonna do the lacquer or whatever on top of the clear coat and someone just saw it while he was doing it i was like whoa what the fuck is that and then they bought it immediately i was like how much did they buy it for they bought it for like 100 but um it was gonna go up in a shop so 
I got it. I got like seventy five bucks out of it. Nice. Which was fuck. I mean, I don't care. You know, bucks for seventy five bucks for yeah for something that I enjoy to do is not that big of a deal. Terrible at pricing art. How long did it take you to, to paint it? It took me a long. It took me that one took me a long time because I didn't know the process of painting. Was yeah. First, you do a background, then you do your subject, and then you do all the detail. But when you draw, when I draw, I just you know. Everything starts with an eyeball, essentially. Yeah. So I start with an eye, and then I can work everything out, and then I do every color and detail later. But this, <laughs> so <laughs> I fucked up and did the subject first, and then I was sitting there meticulously fucking painting in the background around this cat head, and it was so fucking took forever. <laughs> but yeah, I can imagine. But now it's just now they want you to do that. It's just like slap down some fucking background. Oh, you can do. I mean, if you ever watch Bob Ross, you can do a background. Oh my god, like that. <laughs> like, that. like he, dude, he does some magic well, stuff. That man's magical. Straight fucking. Like he'll status. he'll paint he'll paint the top half of a painting, and then he'll be like, "Now watch this. Now watch this. Are you ready?" <laughs> just like take a ruler and scrape yeah, it down the takes middle. His knife, <laughs> <laughs> and then instantly, the second half of the painting's already done. You're I, like, wait, I, what? Like, where did the water come from? I love, I love Bob Ross so much, but sometimes I'm watching him and I get so pissed off. I'm like, you, you fucking magic bastard! Like, what did you do? He's like, oh no, we're just gonna make some clouds, and and then there's just perfect clouds, and all I know how to do is little cartoony bubbly clouds, and I'm like, what are you fucking? Put a bubble on a bubble on a bubble. Ooh, extra bubble over here. Remember the one he took, like, just this whole black line in the middle of a canvas, and he's like, don't worry about that. We'll get to that. And he does everything, and then that thing just becomes the most beautiful tree in the middle of this painting. And I'm like, that was just a big black fucking blob. When you started, Bob. Oh man! Come on, Bobby. Well, it's got it's give it, it gave me a little bit of extra encouragement because when I first started trying to paint, I've only painted a few times, but the first couple times I tried, I get like halfway through, halfway through a page, and then I just throw it away because I thought it looked terrible. Oh, it was yeah, blotchy. Was, it was gross. It was the just, amount of drawings I've thrown away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but after watching Bob Ross. It made me realize that everything looks like garbage until it's finished. Yeah. Like, everything, nothing looks good until it's done. Yeah. Like, like you can you can half finish a drawing, and even if it's a great drawing, it can look terrible. Yeah. But if you finish it, it looks great. And then again, you can be drawing a picture with ter- terribly, with no skill whatsoever, but if you finish it, it doesn't matter if you are skilled with drawing at all. It'll still look good because of the fact that you put enough dedication into it to finish the piece. Yeah. And with, like, with, uh, back to, like, switching from drawing to painting. That's, like, with painting, yeah, for sure. Like It's a lot harder if, to scrap a painting. If you fuck up a little bit, you can, like, it's, that's the beauty of painting is you can, as long as you keep, like, if you mix colors, you have to keep that shit on mind. Because, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the amount of times I just forget the lid and just leave my colors and they go dry and I'm like, fuck, I have to recreate this. But with drawing, that's like, it's, it's so final. Like, everything. Every, every like, little line you make is there. Yeah, and you can, and, and for sure I've learned to, like, make mistakes and work with them with drawing. But, like, not with, with coloring a drawing. If you're coloring a drawing, that color goes on and that's it. You can't you can't go back and be like oh fuck no sign out yeah <laughs> I mean that just ruins it with painting you can you, that's that's the beauty of paintings you can be like fuck up as many times as you want acrylic paint's never gonna layer so you just fucking keep going over again <laughs> and, and that's not just that 
it's nice because you can make more mistakes. Yeah, and even if you don't like, even if you don't like what you've painted, what are you going to do? Throw out the whole canvas? I mean, you can just paint another painting on top. Yeah, of that exactly. That's and that's yeah, that's another thing. Like, because I had like my mom gave me some canvas that just had old paintings on it. Just like I was painting over. Done new painting. <laughs> <laughs> you finally finished painting over top of one of them. And you look at the back, and it's actually a Picasso. <laughs> It's like, oh, there it goes, my retirement. Yeah, this one really cool painting that is like, it was actually my first art trade from this guy, uh, Tall, Tall Crew, Tall Crux, I don't know, T-A-U-C-R-U-X, if you want to look him up on Instagram. Tall Cox? Tall Cox. <laughs> and uh, the first art trade I ever did, it was super fucking dope. And like, it, it's an unstretched canvas, it's just all these like evil demon faces painted on. It's like just black, red, and white, super fucking cool. And I like flip it over and it's just this nice like Asian painting something that was like hung up in a fucking Chinese restaurant's little little bridge and I'm like that's so fucking like that's and I'm like yeah you just take something else fucking paint on the back of it <laughs> it doesn't even matter that's, that's, how, that's how you came up with the, the idea is just paint over top well of it. I just it just gave me context to, to work with that I can do other shit cool it's like just get someone else painted on it doesn't mean it's done <laughs> yeah yeah do you, you want all my old, old paintings? Yeah, <laughs> probably, paintings. You'll probably make them better. No, I've only got... I, I probably have a few extra canvases at my uh, parents' house. I only did one painting. You should just paint again. I really want to, man. Uh, I never painted... I don't... I don't. I, I can't do art like you do, man. You're, you're, like, I can't... I can't... I don't know. I do strange stuff. It's very... It's. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. But uh, let's see if I can. Yeah, people ask me what kind of art I do. I'm like, well, I do a lot of melty, naked people. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And, and it's like, it's just, it's it's a it's a hard sell. <laughs> and I don't really know how else to explain it because, I mean, that's generally the subject. But there's always like, I just add in other shit, but have those reoccurring characters, so I can't really differentiate anything. Yeah, by explaining it. This was uh, this was the one painting that I accomplished while using Bob Ross as inspiration. There you go. And I was pretty happy with it up until. Is I that drew... watercolor though? Uh, no, it was acrylic. If That's I'm not acrylic. Mistaken. It looks watercolory. I blended a lot. Hell yeah! Yeah. I mean, it's actually fucking pretty dope. Thanks, man. I worked. I worked really hard on it. It's been. I, I, it took me like nine straight hours nonstop. I don't like to. I don't like to come back to something if I start. If I start, I had to learn of, that. If you have to learn how to do that, how to, to come learn. back, how yeah. to put it down and come yeah. back. Yeah, because normally it's just a flow of consciousness when I was yeah. drawing specifically. Yeah, and, and if you're like, just flowing consciousness, how do you shut that off and then go back to the same state of mind? I mean, I could go in. grab a cup of coffee and take a shit, and that was about it. You know, smoke a cigarette, and be like, "What am I going to do next?" But, yeah, you, but you have to stay focused <laughs> yeah. on the thing in your mind, or yeah. else you're going to lose it. And the weird is, like, I never even have anything in mind, <laughs> but. But once I start drawing, I start to, it just comes together. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I can, I can do this. I remember this one, one of my favorite, like, drawings. I think I still have this one, too, actually. It was like, I got the inspiration from uh, some dried up spit on my window. <laughs> <laughs> the humblest of places. <laughs> I was looking, I was driving, it was when I still had a car. And I was looking, and I was just looking outside, and I was like, 
What is that? I saw this, like, it just looked like this guy's face. He was, like, fucking, <laughs> like, ripping back. Whoa! So I made him, like, yeah, it was, like, ripped into this fucking thing. And the guy had a witch doctor, like, those old witch doctor masks. And, like, the other guy had, was just, like, all happy. And it was, like, this super cool, like, <laughs> two guys ripping apart from each other because they're, like, totally different things. Yeah. But, like, it, yeah, I don't know. I like to do a lot of that. A lot of, like, duality and Ying that's, yang that's a that's a yeah that's a that's a that's a reoccurring thing as I've just as I just figured it out. <laughs> what other what other sources have you used for inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely a lot of hallucinogens. <laughs> Is there one in particular that you prefer? Definitely. Well, actually, but they're all, they're all kind of their, yeah, they're, I they're like mushrooms. Their mushrooms for sure, are my favorite hallucinogens, but acid. Is when those crazy fucking thoughts start coming. Yeah. To you. So like, if, I would say that acid is better to use later. Like after you've tripped, you can think about that, and then that's better. So mushrooms are the baby steps up to the real. Well, mushrooms are just boy. great for everything all yeah. the time. But yeah. acid is like you take acid, and then you come down, and then you try to regather your thoughts from what you did while you were tripping, and that's what. That's when I've, like, had inspiration, because I'm just sitting, like, laying there tripping balls, and, you know, like, seeing things in my head, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should try to draw that. Yeah. And then you fucking... Have you ever had inspiration like that to music? Like, have you ever heard anything out in nature, and you're like, oh, I need to take that and put it into this? Not really. No? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not... I mean, I'm, I, I play music, but I'm, I'm not, like... I'm always more concentrated on, on drawing. Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, I've heard things, I mean, obviously, like, fucking around, you just figure out sounds, and, like, if I had the proper instruments, I would recreate it, <laughs> yeah. or the proper wherewithal to use my instruments. I don't want to get melodies in my head that, you know, I would use. Well, I remember the first time we ever played music together, uh, you said that every time you pick up the guitar, you like to do something different. You don't like to just do the same thing yeah. whenever you play. So does that mean that you're constantly coming up with like your own little riffs? Yeah, but you never, you don't have one completely composed piece of music. Matt and I are actually working on one now. Yeah, and 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 I had to go, I had to break out of my comfort zone and start doing lead, which I am just, I'm just god awful. <laughs> but oh, it's so much fun though. Oh uh, no, yeah, I figured it out. We were, it was like, it was, it's was, it was actually pretty good. Matt has it recorded, but. uh but no, I mean, I've, I've got some, I've got some riffs that I, I use over and over. I don't, you know, I don't always. I think that's what soloing is. I think soloing is just when you've memorized enough riffs within a certain scale that you no, can just. But not this kind of riff. Not like the, not like, not like soloing, not like whatever you would call that. Uh, rhythm riffs. Rhythm riffs. Rhythm riffs. I Rock and roll. Of. Okay. So I can play a lot of rhythm. <laughs> but. Even still, I should definitely need to brush up, you know, fucking, I'm just, my, my I had a whole music studio, and it's so funny to me, because, like, this has happened twice in my life, we had the whole studio set up, everything, and fucking, and then, while we have it, we, we, you know, we fuck around, we make stuff, we, like, blah, 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 and then, 
But no, nothing ever gets done. <laughs> then, of course, what's the it, hardest thing <laughs> is finishing the project. But then, once it's gone, then we want to do something. Of course, like once every all of the equipment's taken away. Now Matt and I are like, oh, let's fucking make a song. And it's like, you know, this would have been a lot easier when we had the microphones and the four track and the fucking drum machine. And four like track. All of what, it. what is the four track? Four I've been, track I've been, recorder. I've been hearing, what, what is the four track? Is it, is it literally just a recording machine that you can record four different tracks on? You can plug it all the same. You time. can actually like layer tracks so you can actually make it like a lot of tracks but so can yeah. you record so you can put tra- four ends so it has four like outputs or whatever yeah, inputs. Yeah, yeah so you can put you can plug a mic in plug a keyboard in plug your guitar amp in and you can plug your bass in or whatever and is it like a looper whereas i can play just the rhythm guitar and then do the vocals on top of that afterwards well it's tape it's analog so oh really you record what you want then rewind <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Rewind the tape, <laughs> and then old school. Hit play and record again, and then you listen in and well, and what listen to what you recorded, and then play again. Wow! What you want to play next or whatever. Wow! And we only made like a few things on that. We made we made actually some like really beautiful like ambient music one yeah. time just fucking around. Yeah, I'm really good at making just like relaxing ambient music that goes nowhere. Yeah, I can't. I can't. What are you I, gonna do with ambient? <laughs> like, but, I, but I'm like, oh, I want to put lyrics to this, but those words don't sound right. Oh, I want to like have a breakdown where like some synth comes in and the piano and the rhythm changes. Yeah. Oh, but that doesn't feel right. It doesn't match the tone. It's and so then, hard. Like I really admire ambient bands <laughs> for being able to put the whole thing together. Dude. And it's so funny because some of them are just they probably just sit there and like. This is the fuck it. <laughs> like, I think that's what it is. I think you just have to make a decision and don't think about it after after yeah. you've made the decision that is concrete. What's that band? Aphex Twin. Like their shit. It's like how do you sit there and make that? You know, you, you just got to sit there and make it. I'm not familiar. What is it? Aphex Twin. Apex Twin. Aphex. Aphex. A P H E X. Okay. Or is it Aphex Twin? I don't know. Might be one. One of them. <laughs> it's 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 one or the other, but. It's just super ambient, weird, like, noise kind of music. Yeah. It's like, it's nice. I mean, you can sit there and listen to it by yourself. Yeah. Have a good time. But it's like, how do you do that? When you draw, do you typically have... You you were talking about the inspiration with the spit on the window. Do you usually have, like, a specific thing that you're drawing in your head before you start? No, never, really. (laughs) Occasionally. I mean... When I was in this art group, we would, like, pick something. So, like, one person would be like, hey, let's do let's draw this. And everyone would draw that, their own version of whatever that was. That was, like, the only time we really had, like, that I really planned anything out. And there's been a couple drawings where I, like, had a character in mind, so I'd do that. But then everything just fucking happens afterward. Yeah. So, no, no nothing's ever really, actually, really yet, other than the planned out drawings, <laughs> was the only time I really had something in mind. Like I said... I usually just start with an eyeball, and then... And you use that to determine what the rest of the picture is. Yeah. Yeah. That's so... Starts with the eye. Wow. That's actually crazy. That's actually a little bit spiritual or symbolic because of the fact that you're drawing the eye of the fictional character, and then once the eye is done, you're able to see through the eye of the character. (laughs) I never really thought about that. That's that's crazy. I always start with the eye, because then I can... It's really, for me, it was just about space, but... (laughs) I mean, that's very... That's much more the uh, the symbology of it. Wow, interesting. But for me, it's just about spacing out. 
Yeah, I, I was never like an artist, but I loved doodling when I was in church because anything, <laughs> anything who likes church. Anything, <laughs> exactly, I was in church. Anything to distract me from the goddamn pastor's sermon. Um, so I doodle a lot, and I never knew what to draw. Like I, I never had an idea of, oh, I want to draw a pig. And if I, because because here's the thing, when I was really young, I think I did have, I think I did have the idea of, oh, I want to draw this thing, yeah. and then I try to draw it. And it would look so demonic and terrible. It was like that's an good, insult. Though. It was like no, it was like an insult to the thing I was trying to draw. Oh, true that. So that that's how because I've always been such a perfectionist um, that if it's not like up to par, I'm not happy with it. Oh yeah. Um, so what I started doing? Oh my instead, god! <laughs> that was that was demonic. That was demonic. Right <laughs> oh shit. Um, so, so what I would do is I would just draw a random shape. I would just go line, 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 connect it. And then I'd be like, okay, that shape kind of looks like this. And I'd start to add detail and try to get a picture just from that one shape. Um, and then eventually I started getting rid of the shape altogether. And I just, and I would just start off on a piece of paper and make a single line. And then that one line would determine my next line and determine my next line. And then I'd figure, I'd literally just go step by step. And then as and then as, as, as I'm making two or three lines connect, I'm like, okay, that looks like this. And I start to picture it in my head. And then as I'm picturing in my head, I'm adding more detail, which is fulfilling the picture in my head. And then it gets to that point. I've only done like, I've only done like eight full drawings in it. And in it, in it, it's like, other than like being a kid, just doodling, these, they came up like right after my ex broke up with me. Like I didn't know what to do. It's um, funny you say like the line thing there. I w- I just spent I spent like I spent These are like actually fucking cool. Thanks, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm really know. proud of that one. Um, I like that one a lot. I spent I spent <laughs> like eight hours, eight hours a day, just drawing and drawing and drawing. See, drawing. you got naked people. You can you can get behind me here. I do. Yo, I do check have this guy people. out. That's dope. Thanks. <laughs> he's an Easter <laughs> Island. Dragon. What's he got? Spikes for legs? Yeah, he little he wilting have, flower. That's he's fucking, also got an ostrich neck too. Don't forget about that. I did not forget that. These are like this one is the weakest one I've seen so far, but I still love it. This fucking dragon guy is killer. This thing. This is like <laughs> this is like super jail right here. That's a that's Joe Earl. He's a a gay landscaper I used to work for. I see, isn't that great? But I didn't isn't know that I didn't great know pulling I was, inspiration. I didn't. Out of weird but but shit that's like the thing. That. I didn't know I was drawing him until it was done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the first time I drew Marlin, I remember <laughs> just looking at Marlin. I was bored, bored as fuck. It was so slow at the restaurant. I just looked over at Marlin and I was like, I wonder. <laughs> and I made it and like. Someone saw it and was like, holy shit, is that Marlon? And it was like, became this whole thing, and they hung it up in the kitchen. I was like, all right, Marlon's getting good reviews. I'm going to use my Dude, I remember that picture. <laughs> yeah, it was up the, in the kitchen for a long time. Yeah, the brown time. piece of paper one. Yeah. 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 Fucking, but about the lines, though, that was funny, because, like, before, like, this was before I was starting to take my art seriously or whatever, because before that, a million pictures were just thrown away. But me and my buddy Shane used to do this thing when we were in math class, <laughs> and, uh, where we would like one of us would do a line, or like something, you know, just do a line, and then the next person would do a line. Yeah, and they pass it back, and they do a line, pass it back, and they do a line. <laughs> Eventually, you just have this fucked up thing <laughs> that two people created uh-huh. off like no no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just end up with this amalgamation <laughs> of fucking weird, and that's like 
that was when like people were people started being like, "Oh, you like you're fucking good. You should do this." So I started drawing more and fucking then like some kid used my drawings in like his video game for like the video game class and then I was like, "Oh shit, like maybe I should actually do shit with it." And you know, we watch cartoons and you start to figure shit out and it just all puts it together. And, like the Simpsons, I remember was a big breakthrough for me. Yeah, <laughs> the eyeballs sit next to each other. Yeah, no, not even that. To the mouths, actually, specifically, which added so much more depth to my drawings, which was nuts. <laughs> like I was like, how did the Simpsons, of all things, very, very, not too much depth in the Simpsons, but oh, I, I was able to take see, out. I can see some Matt groaning in your art. Where it just, has, yeah, I'm very cartoonish. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. The Simpsons specifically. Now, now I get a lot of it. super jail. Is <laughs> usually what I get. Yeah, I, I practice drawing Homer. Now that now that you've said that, I like, had a flashback of a random memory. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever thought of. Um, but I used to draw on Instagram on this. Still, I want to show you this one drawing. Yeah, let me pull it up for you. Um, when I was a kid, I used to draw Homer Simpson's head over and over and over and over Until again. You got it perfect. I never got it perfect. <laughs> Wait, hey I drew his head probably a couple hundred times. Homer's not easy. In fact, I think they started getting worse as they went on. Because I stopped caring about it. It was more like a more like a chore than anything else. This is my old Instagram here. Oh, wow. You know, I still have a shit ton of... Uh, I got these stop motions. Those shits are fun. I still have a, a ton of the old pictures that you drew on the, the whiteboard at... Um, at JB's, yeah, I don't know. They're on. They're on one of these. One of these computers somewhere. There's, fuck. Where's this one? <laughs> Just because we were talking about the Simpsons. <laughs> this fucking one. Ah, I can't find her. Yeah, keep searching. I'm going to uh, use the bathroom and grab some water. Well, while Ryan's taking a piss, I'm looking for a drawing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> you find it? I found it. Wait. Oh, man. Looking at my old Instagram. Oh, God. It makes me want to draw so bad. You're bringing back the field. Ah! Yeah, this one's so fucking cool. <laughs> And it makes me want to go to North Carolina again. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. What's up in North Carolina? Uh, just this picture of me drinking a 40 ounce on a mountain. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so this one. <laughs> this was... This is Fart Simpson. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So oh, man, you know what? I should have tagged Matt Groening in that one. Bart's, but look head, at this Bart's head is grafted onto a piece of shit coming out of a detached yeah, human he's, asshole. He's just a fart. <laughs> he's a fart <laughs> coming out of, of a butt. <laughs> like uh, I said, a lot of butts, a lot of butts. Spectacular. In this. Check this one out, though. See, like that's fucking, that's crazy. <laughs> oh wow, that's like, <laughs> and that probably all started with that guy right there, that little eye. <laughs> that's insane. That kind of reminds me of, um, well, the monster itself reminds me of Zoidberg, 
But the detached arms reminds me of SpongeBob during where the, he uh, just rip his fucking the hatchling slasher. He's eating his hands as popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> this is that one of the witch doctor. This is the spit guy that I thought of, and then it just became. You see butts, obviously. A little the skull fetus. I, I like the skull fetus too. I was thinking about getting skull fetus. Now you draw a lot of butts, man, but I don't see any other uh, any other genitalia whatsoever. Are you? Uh, There's are some butt cyst. I'm I'm genitalia cyst. <laughs> I've got. A, I had a friend with a butt cyst. I actually. I this is, <laughs> so here's a weird thing about my art that was happening for a little bit of time here. Yeah. The, see this guy? You know Motorhead. Uh, you know the band Motorhead. I. I you gave me some spades. Well, anyway. They're a metal not, band. Not super well. And this is a guy. This was the uh, guitarist or singer. I don't fucking know for all you Motorhead fans. Uh, Lemmy Kilmeister. So I picked him for it's, our drawing thing. I think it's one of the bands that I've heard about a million times but never looked into. We drew him. And then like after we did that, he died. No way. <laughs> and oh, then, you were telling me about So this I had year. that happen. And then there was the Free Cosby one, which that one was actually old. Like before Bill Cosby was ever accused of drugging and raping women. And I made that one. I don't want to find it here, but I made that. And then, fucking, lo and behold, Bill Cosby is 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 now in jail. Here it is. See this one. This is fucking, what's that? Where does it say the time? March 17th, 2015. This wow. little guy's holding a free Cosby sign. Wow. But now Bill Cosby's a rapist. And then, uh, and then the Donald Trump one. I made that, and then he fucking ran for president. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's three, three things, three terrible things. Holy people, shit! People started being like, "You need to draw people that actually deserve to die," or something. Well, here's the thing, man. You said that your art is inspired by Matt Groening's Simpsons, and we all know that the Simpsons and has is... has all of that shit. Yeah. So maybe I'm the next Matt Groening, <laughs> or maybe through osmosis you've gained some of Matt Groening's uh, some some pro- magic pro- prophetic abilities. Damn. Well, thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, won't, you won't be groaning anymore. I'm sorry. I still stand by. You know, free Cosby. Trump sucks, and <laughs> sorry, you let can't me kill Master. Cosby. Cosby's in prison now. That's where he belongs. <laughs> Not even gonna get into that one. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm a terribly immoral person. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, mean, I, I, I'm, I I do agree. He's a terrible person. He deserves to go to prison. But there's a part of me that's like, he, he, is, <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is blind and like 90 years old. I mean, just like in a fucking I don't know. Throw him out on throw him in a leper colony. Not really. Go to hell, Bill. I'm just kidding. I love you. So the whole whole starting with a line premise. um, I feel like that. That's how I draw. I'll start with the smallest amount of detail, and that will determine. That will like radiate outwards, like a ripple effect, Um, and that'll determine what the whole painting is. But I think I, I think I do the same thing with music. Start with one. How do you how do you create music? Everything's been different. <laughs> the first the first song I ever made was on Fruity Loops, and it was a piano piece, but it was entirely <clears throat> it was a piano piece, but it was entirely digital. And then that was when I was eighteen, and then 
Like you used a Fruity Loops keyboard? No, the the, uh, the, so the audio software. Yeah. Did you have like a MIDI on there? Like on I screen? Did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, and then after that, I made a really shitty song in like 20 minutes just just by like, I was like, all right, four chords. Here I go. And then, okay, I got the guitar down. Uh, Drums. All right, it's not on beat, but that's okay. Uh, triangle. Ding, 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 ding. Use a triangle. And then uh, I did like three vocal tracks and just me mumbling on top. Yeah. Um, what that, what that style was, would you say it was? Uh, alternative rock. That's such know. an easy genre to escape into. Uh, I don't like what? Well, you could ask me what genre any piece of music is, and I'll probably get it wrong. I don't know what genres are. I don't. Pay are you are you genre kind of blind? I'm genre blind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so if I show you a Jason Aldean record, if, if he even makes records. Jason Aldean. He's just some country guy. That's definitely postmodern jazz. Okay. <laughs> so tractors and Bud Light, postmodern jazz, everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Did your dog die? Let's write a song about it. Let's write a song about Fido. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I've been. Writing. Oh man, that was that movie I was trying to figure out. Fido. It's about like when the world comes, like there's zombies in the world, but people like humans like overtake it. So then they take the zombies and domesticate them, and <laughs> they make them like do lawn work and shit. Wait, so humans come to a planet of zombies? No, they have zombies come around, and then the humans like overtake the zombies. Like the zombies don't kill all the humans. Uh-oh. So then the humans domesticate zombies and make them, like, force them into slavery, essentially, and then this one's Fido. Like the end of uh, Shaun like, of the Dead, them. where they have the zombies on the treadmill. Yeah. Powering shit. Yeah, sort of. So just, like, they took that premise and, it's what is it called? Fido. The zombie movie's called Fido? Yeah. Because the guy, this kid, like, uh, takes a zombie in as a pet, basically. Huh. And he's, like, his friend, and the zombie, like, kills people for the kid and stuff. Huh. It's actually a really good movie. It's very touching. Interesting. But anyways, continue. I'm sorry. That just derailed me. I was trying to think of that movie earlier, and you just said it and sparked it. No, you're good. <laughs> um, Fido. Uh, no, so I, I late. Uh, I made a song a couple days ago um, just by... I, I keep on trying to... Like, I know I can write a full song in multiple different ways. I mean, I could do it with just this microphone here. But I keep on trying to find ways to shortcut. Well, there's your problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep on wanting to find ways to um, to make the process simpler. Um, using the looper pedal is actually amazing because I can lay down a rhythm and then because I can I can I can uh, track everything from my looper pedal through to my speaker and then through to my uh, uh, audio inter- interface box. So everything I'm recording into the looper is automatically being recorded in my computer. Um, so I can start out with a drum beat and then slowly add stuff so that you already get that basic progression of a song. Um, and then when you have the full backing track, you just solo on top of that. Yeah. And half of the soloing is going to be shit. The other half of it's going to be okay. So you might get two or three really good riffs. Then you just go into the, edi- you just go into the editing process, take those two or three really good riffs, <laughs> smack them all together, and you get a song. And then I just uh, I, I came up with some... like. I didn't even sing on top of it. I just talked as if I was doing like a fundraiser fundraiser benefit. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've got three more fancy cars going on. Yeah, but I have such a hard time. I have such a hard time putting words to songs. 
Unless it's the sar- worst. Unless, unless it's sarcastic. Yeah, it's right. Sarcastic, I love if it. If you don't care, if you don't care about what you're singing about, it's so fucking easy. Uh, and your brain is just like, here, here's more rhymes that make sense. But once you're like, I want to make a song that's not just total bullshit. Yeah, it's like, ah, then, I and then your brain's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to think about this. You got to. What are you? What are you trying to say here, buddy? Like, you want to be sentimental? Are you trying to be angry? What are you doing? Yeah. Does the context of that sentence fit with the rest of the... And then, yeah, and you go and you nitpick everything away. But if you sing a song about fucking grass-fed corn dogs, you know, you don't give a shit. No. no. <laughs> Me and Matt made this song, White Wine Spritzer, and it was like a hit. <laughs> <laughs> but... but it was the top ten for two months. <laughs> top ten in my mind, at least. And then... <laughs> And then, you know, you try to write a song that's like, oh, we want to like, you know, we want to record a song and put it on the internet and see if people like it. You're never going to, you're never, we're never going to fucking figure out the lyrics. We're never going to fucking say what we want to say or we will, but we're going to throw that away because yeah. we're like, that's bullshit, sappy, sentimental garbage. You can't say that. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. And I, again, I think it comes back to that ego. I think I think you need to make that decision and just stick with it. The second the second you lay that down, that is what it is. Um, I can't remember who said it, but there's some philosopher who said that the purest form of an idea is the second you have it, and then when you go try to put words to it to explain that idea to somebody else, it's tainted by our words, our by the words themselves, yeah. because words will never have the true impact of the ideas in our head. Yeah. It'll never it'll never be able to convey exactly what we're thinking about. It's only it's it's a very archaic form of communication. I think that's the uh, the benefits of being a visual artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is you can have all of that depression or whatever you whatever you use for your fuel. For me it's generally depression and, yeah. and alcohol. But but everyone, <laughs> but everyone interprets it differently. Yeah, yeah, people are yeah. I like I like I like how people view my art. Like too. when I like when I look at when I look at your quote unquote depression, I'm like, wow, look at that quote unquote creativity. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot of people are like one of my friends was like, he's like, it's existential. He's like, I really liked how he described it. He's like, he's like, this is existentially terrifying, but I know that they're being. I know that they're good guys. Like the little the characters of my drawing. He's like. he's like i know it's sweet and then like this other guy's like yeah they you know they look evil he was like this old fucking space cadet like blown out on acid guy and like seashells glued all over his wall and shit jesus christ and he's like you know you you look at it and you think you know this is evil but then you keep looking and you're like oh well this is really nice (laughs) they're really those are some really nice guys and i was like yeah i mean i was like you know i might be fucked up but these, like, don't, don't, take it out on, don't take it out on them. Look, I just drew them. Yeah, Bart, Bart Simpson will live in peace. He had no idea. <laughs> Is Bart Simpson still around? Bart Simpson? I probably still have that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, in fact, I, I definitely still have that. You want nice. it? You want it? <laughs> I would not. I would not say no to uh, to an original Obi. Yeah, I gotta give you how something. You, how I'm you about si- to be gone. How do you sign your art? I've never really signed it. Just now I just signed a gumbo. Gumbo? Gumbo. There's no signature. I know that that's not consistent. So or you it, just pour a little bit of gumbo sauce on the back of it? No, I wish I had more gumbo to pour sauce on. But <laughs> no, I just signed gumbo. And put a little upside down cross. Love you. Nice. <laughs> a little heart. Nice. Whatever. 
It's no, there's no consistent. People have their signature. I've never been a signature guy, and I'm not going to use my fucking name because yeah, I know I still don't, even that signature is not consistent. Just my, writing gumbo in print. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's like alluding to something, but it's not it's not quite concrete. Yeah. Um, my grandfather is a pretty, pretty uh, well-known artist in the deep art community. Like he's not online. He's not like you can't find him on the internet anywhere because he didn't want to be on the internet anywhere. Yeah. Um, the Smithsonian, I think, just opened up an exhibit for him. Uh, I'm a grandfather whose art is in the Smithsonian. I think they just opened up like a temporary is he exhibit alive? for him. He's still alive, but he's very old Does now. He live in town. No, he lives in uh, North Carolina. He just Damn. he had his second stroke a couple years back. He's, <clears throat> he's completely blind in his right eye, and he has like 15% vision left in his left eye, and he's still trying to paint. Doing a great job, but he's just like struggling. He's really struggling with motivation. Really struggling with motivation. I want to meet your grandpa. I want to <laughs> meet him too, Well, dude. let's go to fucking North Carolina. Uh, I would love to. I would love to. Like, no, like more than anything else. It takes 14 hours. I'll drive half. <laughs> he, he, he taught me he taught me how to he, he taught me he gave me a few drawing lessons which stand out in my mind very they didn't stick but they stand out in my mind very strongly as important parts of my life yeah he, he gave me a few uh, pottery lessons i made this with oh, he's a he's a potter as well yeah he, he's actually maybe maybe more famous as a potter than a painter um maybe he paints the pots uh no it's a glaze it's not it's not an acrylic um well you could you can glaze then he glazes. Does he glaze artistically? I mean, does he put like things on his on his on his pottery? He he glazes. He does glaze artistically. Yes, he he, he glazes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. My uncle had like really realistic fish on his pottery. He would carve out of clay. It's pretty fucking oh, really? awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Like that's I still cool. have a few of his pieces. Yeah, man. I mean, it's only it's only a matter of time before he passes away, and I really wish I had more to remember him i wish i i wish i had more influence from an actual goddamn master of art yeah if you're in the smithsonian fuck that's mastery if anything right yeah yeah i'm running out of time though i really am how old is he 90 something he's near in there he's near in there i don't think he's well, quite you better 90. make you better plot out a trip yeah yeah i mean north carolina seems far away but it's really fucking close actually it is. Yeah, I made the drive to Virginia multiple times. It's only like halfway four... up the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like five times the size of every other country in the world. Yes. <laughs> all things considered, it's no not problem. that far. No problem at all. You should do that. That'd, I be, should. that'd be cool. I should, man. I should. No, that, that would be really cool. I mean, I was, I, I'm never, I'm never going to be an artist like that. I mean, what, I, never what, I've, say never. what I've become, no, what, I, what I've become content with is the fact that I, I can be patient, um, and I can I can make some good silhouettes, and I, I love I love doing this wood burning stuff because because I don't need I don't need to be super meticulous. I've been able to get past my perfectionism. To the point where, like, oh, it doesn't look... Oh, I messed up that line. It's okay. Now it's rustic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it is what it is. You sort of, yeah. I think it is. I think it really is the right art form for me. Because, I, I, I don't know. It, 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 it talks to me. Well, as long as it talks to you. Yeah. 
doesn't say very nice things. Yeah, mine's, <laughs> mine's never said anything nice, but I just, I just, you know, I treat it like a lady. You know, I step out. I step out when it starts yelling at me. You treat it like a lady, or do you treat it like a girlfriend? Because those are two different things. Like a lady girlfriend. Like a lady girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Like a like a battered housewife. <laughs> That's how I treat. Is she Irish? Uh, I I'm my 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 alter ego becomes Irish. She's actually from Sri Lanka. <laughs> Sri Sri Lanka Helsinki. <laughs> 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 After she signed the Geneva Convention, which is in Helsinki, just in case okay. you're wondering. It's not in Genovia? Wakanda? Genova? Genevieve? What is it? Exactly. I think if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her Chlamydia. Why? Because it's a beautiful name. I mean, it is. If it wasn't a disease that... Well, yeah, wouldn't it sound nice? Chlamydia. That does sound nice. It sounds appealing. Yeah, like, oh, Chlamydia, uh, please, come back. Chlamydia, my love. <laughs> I cannot sleep without you. <laughs> Chlamydia, ever since you've come into my life, I've been so much pain. <laughs> I retch out stink every day. All I can hear is claps. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So I've I've determined now. Um, I've been I've been trying to write more music using using the um, using the uh, looper pedal. It's actually becoming much more of, of an efficient tool than I thought, because I can put on I can put on the metronome on my phone and hook it up to hook it up to um, uh, headphones so that I always have that constant beat. Then every time I want to lay down a track, I just lay it down onto the looper, and then I, I I'm listening to the beat on my phone. I get it looped onto the onto the pedal, and then I can listen to it on the pedal to make sure it's looped perfectly. If it's looped perfectly, and I know I did it on time. Then I hit record on the computer. I record that loop. I edit it so it's just that one specific section, and I have that perfect section. And I just repeat the process for every section of the song. So, yeah, the, so you just create a whole song with the loop pedal? Yeah, with the loop pedal. And then uh, once I get down like the bit the foundation, then then maybe I'll like add 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 another I'll like I'll put the keyboard on there and like add a simple yeah, I bass get this line to all turn on. Oh, it's probably not plugged in. It was making a sound. Really? Or not a but more like a See that? Oh, I hear that. And you have the synth thing. Oh, dude, that thing is awesome. I love that thing. It's the whammy bar of keyboards. It is. It's, yeah, it's probably... I mean, I want to say it's not plugged in, but it was making noises, so who knows. Oh, yeah, that's Your crazy. on the floor. You ever uh, seen those Vox guitars? Vox? Vox. Like V-O-X? V-O-X. I... I... I can think. I can. I can hear in my. There we go. Nice. There we go. Music <laughs> making time. But Vox guitars are awesome. I went to this fucking music festival in like the land or Deltona. I don't know. One of the Dells. And uh, fucking this kid. I just saw him walking up with his guitar, and I was like, "Ah, oh, well, I'm gonna stick around because there's that that dude. Uh, have you ever? Been? Yeah, it was Deltona. 
No, it was Del Land. <laughs> <laughs> One it, of the Dells. It was Del. It was Del Land. Have you been to Have you been to the Land ever? I have been to the Land to, to, the to land. hang out or whatever. There's the music stores there with the guy that looks like Joey Ramone. No, All right, actually, well, his I name is Shaky Steve, and I was like, he's probably got good bands playing outside of here. So I went, and this kid pulls out this fucking box guitar, and it's shaped like an oblong coffin. It's an all-electric guitar, and it's got all these fucking things on it. I'm like, okay, well, what is this? <laughs> this guitar, literally, you can you can, you can can set a drum beat on it. It's got, like, what? fucking six... It's got, no, it's got, like, eight different styles of drum beat with six selections of each of those styles of drum beat that you can play through as inborn as inlaid fucking amplifier. So it's got like a MIDI drum pad. On not a drum guitar. pad. Not a drum pad. It has like like you can set a drum beat on this, you know. Okay, yeah. It just plays some preset drum beat from like you know, it's got like reggae and rock and roll and blues and blah 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 blah. Six different kinds for each of those. And then like additionally Yeah, you can set the drum beat and then you can like there, uh, this one didn't have the loop effect, but you can have like a loop, and you can have like all the effects on this thing are fucking ridiculous. It was like it's everything that you would want in a guitar, just as a guitar. That's insane. Have you and seen? And you can change like the way your guitar sounds. That's crazy. Has, have you seen the people? Have you seen the people who have the the drum pad? Uh, it's like a sticky. It's like a sticky adhesive that you place over the body of your guitar. Guitar drum pad. Yeah, this guy. This thing is crazy. It's like because you know how people will go from like playing the guitar to like doing beats on the body. Yeah. This guy takes it to a whole nother level. What the fuck is that? So wait, what is this thing? It's 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 a very thin adhesive uh, drum pad, and it's just got sensors on it. Yeah, I, I guess it's hooked up to a laptop, so he can oh program the sounds God. into each different button. Look at that hand control. It's insane. So anyone that's listening, yeah, he is doing all of this with just an acoustic guitar and an, an acoustic guitar drum pad. What is that, like, fucking fiber optics? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a Dance Dance Revolution thing is on his guitar. Yeah, I mean, That's pretty fucking nuts, man. I it mean, is. I mean, I'm not necessarily into the music, but I definitely admire the talent. Yeah, no, I mean, if he, and if he could... If he could... If there was a built-in looper on this pad, he could he could do so much more with it, He too. could just loop, loop the drums. That's fucked. Is that Toby? Yeah. It could be Toby. Let me see. Fuck him. That's nuts. I yeah. mean, I would never be able to use that. Oh, sure. yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> like, they're trying to get people to buy this because of this yeah, video. Yeah, like, Matt uses... Because we don't have the drum set anymore at the house. So to have drums while we were playing the other day, he just has uh, this app GarageBand, which uh-huh. he was using. Which yeah. has the like a lot of people, on, a lot of people, a lot of people's entire music careers on GarageBand. It's nuts. It's yeah, and it's crazy because like the drums aren't bad. It's a decent drum machine for like all you have to do is actually be good. Wait, GarageBand comes with a drum drum machine. It has drum like it has a drum kit. So okay. if you buy the full yeah, if you buy the full like 
buy Garage Band. I might do it. Do it. It's worth it for sure. Or I might just torrent the whole the whole. Yeah, we're torrent it. Whatever. Steal it. Yeah. Sorry, Garage Band people steal. <laughs> we're not pirates. We're just, we're just characters. We're not doing pirates. We're cabin boys. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but no yeah fucking like yeah no matt records everything off of his iphone it's fucking it's weird like, really yeah and matt has like good shit like that he makes on he just phone. uses his phone microphone yeah he's got like the iphone x or whatever but wow still yeah no fucking phone microphone we were recording everything off of his iphone the other day and it was a decent fucking track no it's like it was a good one. It was a good. He made a really good fucking riff, and I like. I made the. It was very like pixie esque sort of like lead. Yeah. You know, the pixies. Pix. Oh, oh, okay. I was thinking like happy, happy fairy creatures. No. No, it was a pixie esque. Like okay. the pixies. Yeah. yeah. Like a grungy sort of thing. Oh, we realized. Yeah, Alternative like, rock. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't force my words. <laughs> Oh, shit. They're they're post grunge. How about that? <laughs> that works. No, no, not really. I don't know what they call the Pixies. The Pixies are basically a band all of their own. Yeah. Anyone that sounds like the Pixies, copy the Pixies. <laughs> Super villains. Mm, they just they just play the song. They just they just do covers. Um so to get past to get past the whole ego of lyrics. I've been toying with the idea of wait. This is this is fag and piano. So if you're listening to a song and you hear that riff, let's do it again. <laughs> or we can extend it to say fag. Fagfoot. Fagfoot. <laughs> or fag fad. Is that all in? Oh wow! So fag, fag is in the key of C. And let's get this straight: when we say fag, we mean a single stick. We mean a, no, a bundle of sticks. That's a faggot. Oh, okay. <laughs> or or a, singular, a singular cigarette. That's why when a person asks you for a fag, they just want one out of your bundle of cigarettes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Because uh, your but your cigarette at, pack is already a faggot. But if someone walks up to you and asks for a faggot, they want the whole thing. And they they want to give it to them, or at least most of it. <laughs> more than one cigarette. More I than guess. one cigarette, a bundle. But what requires a bundle? I'd yeah, say it's more than two. I'd say it's more than two. Definitely more than two. anything after two is a faggot. But is there is, is there, there a knock? It sounded like something outside because there is a restaurant right outside the window. A ristorante. Yeah, bocce. <laughs> is El Bocchizos right there? El Bachos. Wait, so you got bocce and Stavros? Yeah. I, I tried to get Stavros, but they botched it. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even play bocce ball over there? <laughs> is that the sound? Maybe that is bocce ball. Bocce ball. You ever played bocce ball? I don't know what it's bocce It's like horseshoes for Italians. Is it, is it horseshoes just for Italians? No, it's balls. <laughs> okay. So you take, you take a small ball and you throw it, and then you try to throw bigger balls at that ball. And get your balls closer to that ball than the other people's balls. Ah. It would be a really bad porno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Toby's here. <laughs> so to get past the whole, the whole, um, ego, when it comes to writing music, I'll be right back. Hold on, this is going to be a little Wayne song. 
Actually, no, no. I mean, what am I talking about? This is a laptop with a portable microphone. We're, we're, we're bringing this uh, with us. Let me talk to him for a second. Oh, it's all this you. is a public service it's announcement. All right, this one right here. Public service announcement. Sit down and we get close to this mic. Okay. You do everything you need to do. We get intimated. What's this podcast about? Uh, it's called Jumping Trains because I, I can never say on one train of thought. All right. So here's where we're going to jump to next, ladies and gentlemen. What do we all think about the current landscape of things? I'm kind of confused. Do I... Um, do I telegraph my problems or do I conceal them? Do I telegraph my results? Do I conceal those results? What do I, what I do? Machine. So I could use the facts. Slow, deliberate, Give us on the, the way. But here's the problem. Give us the hard facts. In reality, what we're at is you can't deliver facts eloquently without being demonized. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this one exact thing. You don't have to care. You don't have to care uh, what people think about you. You don't have to care what you're identified as. You don't have to care about shit. It's not important. I have to do is identify and care about what your friends think of you because in reality, that's the litmus test. That's the litmus test. We can, you know, we can figure that thing out by ourselves. Can you pass the Turing test? What's that? So when you can talk to another human being and they can tell whether or not you're a robot. I may be a robot, I'm not sure. I think I think we all could be some sort of robot. Alright, well since the audience can't see you and they don't know that you're a robot, we should have them try to figure it out just from hearing your voice. Alright. So this is what I have to say. If you can't identify as a human, if you can't identify as a person if you can't understand why people are identifying as who they are, you need to quit because this isn't for you. This is not for you. Life is to be experienced, not judged. And you got to understand that by yourself. Life is to be experienced, not judged. I'll tell you one thing. If you're describing life, you're describing life you know, eight years of your life, four years of your life, you want to have to describe it in eight hours, or eight, I'm sorry, eight years. You don't want to have to describe that four years and two years. You want to be, you know, you want to have a story to tell. You want, you want the details to be longer than what you've described because your eyes, what they see in those four years, you want that to be meaningful and you want that to be, you know, one second, one second of glory. You don't have to tell people that. Let's talk Khabib. Khabib McGregor. 
honestly don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's worth happening. Again, I don't think Habib would ever amount to that. Yeah, I don't think... I, I'm sorry, McGregor. I, I don't think McGregor could ever throw him over. And you know what? I could talk to you guys for hours, but... This is Tobias Evans. NFL analyst, sports analyst, life analyst. Signing off. All right. All right, this is Tobias Evans back on um, after signing off. So we're going to give a quick <laughs> conclusion to this podcast. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. Please, gentlemen. Do you have to hold it? Oh, All right. Have fallen. Thank you, Tobias. We are back. Obi. Hi. Uh, Octavius. Hi. October. December. You, you November. You still won't know my name. It's actually Orenthal. Orenthal Boner. My name was once Tiberius. Tiberius. Tiberius, a great Roman conqueror. Or conqueror son. general. So, wait, Tiber- yeah, it was Tiberius' son, wasn't it? It was Tiberius. Well, it was Tiberius, and I'm Octavius, so I was like the, the, Greek, uh, the Greek leader, and he was the Roman, uh, Roman general. So we actually... It was it was a rocky relationship at the beginning, to say the least. But my name my name was uh, Anita, Anita Shawa. All right, so just just before uh, we go, that was my best friend. Just before <laughs> we, we go, I want to um, <laughs> I want to give my thoughts on this upcoming NFL uh, week. <laughs> so Packers at Rams. Largest uh, deficit that Aaron Rodgers have ever faced. And, uh, you know, I'd go with the under. I think it's a 9.5 uh, favor to the Rams. I think maybe we should, you know, address that. Go ahead and bet on it. I would. Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad man. Um, we also have Chiefs at where? Chiefs at... Nah, we'll see. Alright, so, yeah, I gotta go make the betting sheets. Uh, for my dad and me. But uh, I just want to go off with this anecdote. Alright, guys, get ready. Okay, we are... Here it is. Life, it goes how you feel. Do you know what is real? As a chess, chess board in distress, you may have your king left. Where's your rook? Where's your rook? Where's your rook? Life is fine. I'm alright. I just look around in the night and I say, Hey, goodbye. Good night, people. You 
life is pretty Your life is actually as beautiful as ready And you know you're gonna go As far as you can, as far as you walk You just have to understand it's just small talk And that we're alright It's okay it's okay, life is fine, so divine, look above you and you can understand what you see, it's just me. Beautiful, life is nice, can you see that we're just a device for your feelings, a device for your thoughts? Something that's happening that you'd rather not thought about And you know why I just feel this way I look at you And God, you're great Smile everywhere Smile alright Cause you'll never know at the end of the night Come listen to us Just go and trust This old podcast we don't have a name for Never be made. Love you all.